it was the, it was the ghetto, but to us it was it was it wasn't a ghetto. We didn't look at it like that. In the 60s and 70s, Herbert Winston lived with his mom, dad, and two sisters in West End's Richmond Village apartments. It was just uh, it was a great place to you know to live and uh, grow up. Hear his story in this episode of the West End Stories Project. I'm Key, manager of the Cincinnati and Hamilton County Public Library's West End branch. Thanks for listening. Uh, where are your parents from? Uh, my parents are from Louise, Mississippi. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, when did they come to Cincinnati? Hmm, you know, that's a good question because they went to Chicago first. They were living in Chicago. Uh, you know, I'm not really sure when they made it to Cincinnati. I'll probably say in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So, okay. So they were, did they meet in Cincinnati? No, uh-uh. They, uh, they met in Louise, Mississippi. Okay. What did your parents do for a living? Uh, my father was retired Air Force. Uh, and then uh, once he retired from the Air Force, he worked as a security guard uh, with the Department of uh, Hamilton County Jobs and Family Services. And my mom, she was, uh, she had worked at places like uh, Kenner uh, Toy uh, Company. And then uh, I say around the late, around, 1980, her and my uh, dad had a little uh, uh, business. It was a sandwich shop. Oh, what was the business called? It was uh, Thelma's uh, Sandwich Shop. Okay, where was, do you know where it was, it was? Oh, yeah, it was at 828 Sycamore. It was uh, in the lobby of the old uh, Hamilton County uh, Jobs and Family Services building. Okay, how long did they run that business? I want to say about 20 years. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. All right. Wow. Uh, do you have um, siblings? I have uh, three sisters, two older, one younger. My oldest sister, she grew up in Chicago with her mom, and uh, so she never she never lived in Cincinnati. My uh, sister Carolyn, she was she's about nine years older than me, and then my younger sister, she's like three years younger than me. We grew up together. It was just, you know, basically me and her because my older sisters, they were much older. Okay. Now, I'm sorry to ask a more personal question. So oh, no problem. Your oldest sister's mom lived in Chicago, but yet yeah. your parents met in Mississippi? I, I don't know what exactly what happened, but I guess he met my oldest sister, mom, and they ended up having, you know, my oldest sister, Pat, she was born, and then... um I guess my mom and uh, my mother and father had got back together oh. and then got married. Yeah. So they broke up, but and then got married in Chicago. You think? Uh, it's possible, or they could have got married because uh, my, like I said, my dad was in the Air Force, so I'm not for sure exactly where they got married at. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I know these are weird questions. <laughs> yeah, they, it could have been Chicago. It could have been anywhere. What were they like as parents? Well, my mother was a disciplinarian. <laughs> she did, uh, dealt the, uh, discipl- uh, the discipline in the family. Like my dad would say, uh, 
well, all my dad had to do was raise his voice, and that was it. You know, when he raised his voice, he had a deep voice. So once, if he raised his voice at you, you knew that he wasn't messing around, and you just instantly stopped doing whatever you were doing. Like my mother, she provided the whoopings and stuff. And <laughs> so we, um, this funny thing, me and my sister, it was like, Whenever uh, my mother would uh, whoop us, uh, we would try to run and get get to our dad and sit on his lap because we knew once we got there, we were good. And I, one time I asked my dad, I said, well, why don't you ever whoop us like that? He said, I'm too big. He said, my, my hands are too big, and I'm just too big and strong to be doing that. So, But his, his raising his voice was more powerful than my mother's belt. The family lived in an apartment at 832 Clark Street which was one of 24 buildings that belonged to the Richmond Village apartment complex. It was a, a small apartment, a living room, little dining room, and a bathroom and two bedrooms. My mother and dad had the one bedroom, and me and my younger sister, we had the other bedroom with bunk beds. And my uh, older sister, Carolyn, she slept on a couch bed in the living room. Okay. What was it like living in Richmond Village in the 60s, uh, but- 70s? It was, you know, it was great. We had four sets of family in Richmond Village, but basically everybody around there was like family. People, you know, enjoyed, you know, enjoyed each other's company. Like my mother, like I was an outdoors kid. I loved being outside. So my mother and father could actually go to a store or something or whatever and just leave me outside. And I knew that I, I could always go to my grandmother's house or one of my aunt or uncle houses too, but the people that lived, you know, in the neighborhood, the part of Richmond Village where we lived at, they looked after me, too. So it was like if you did anything wrong, they, they they had permission, to, you know, to get on you. And once they got on you and uh, they told your parents when they got home and then you were going to get it again. When Richmond Village was first built, it purportedly had 15 fenced-in playgrounds and was advertised as majestic or as garden apartments because of its many green courtyards. So what did you do for fun in Richmond Village? Oh, God, we played baseball. We played football, basketball. Uh, I don't know if you uh, know the name of uh, Hot Bangs for Supper. That was the no, game we played. Oh, yeah, Hot Bangs for Supper. It was You get one person would go hide a belt somewhere, and uh, you have probably about seven or eight kids looking for the belt, and a person who hit the belt will let you know. They would say, oh, you're cold, you're cold, or you're warm, or they would say you're getting hot when you were getting close to where they hit the belt. So once they said, uh, uh, somebody, you're getting hot, hotter, people got ready to run because the person who grabbed, who found the belt, once they got it, they would go around and uh, start whipping you with the belt. You know, so... Once and you had to get the base, we there was a certain area designated as the base, like it could have been a tree or a swing set or something, and you had to get there. And once you got there, they couldn't hit you no more. They couldn't hit you, and then the person who found the belt, then they would hide the belt and then do it all again, and you do it all again. So kids, you know, could just 
go, you know, about their business and you don't have to worry about somebody trying to snatch you or kidnap you or something, something like that. You know, a lot of times you could just, you know, go by yourself. And, uh, you know, I was just outside, uh, outside kid. I wasn't one of them type of kids where my parents had to say, go, just go outside. Nope. I woke up in the morning and after breakfast, whatever, and um, I was outside ready to play. The complex was walking distance from a library, a recreation center, a movie theater, and shopping on Lynn Street. I lived directly uh, at 832 Clark Street, directly behind the Regal Theater. And uh, we used to go to the Regal Theater. That's where we would see all our uh, karate movies, Bruce Lee, and, oh, God, Fist of Fury, Chinese Connection, Enter the Dragon, Chinese Professionals. Every type of karate movie that came out there, it, movies like like uh, Pam Greer movies, Toffee, and uh, all those movies, I, I re- do remember sneaking in and getting in the city movie Superfly. Me and my friends, we stood out there, and, and it was packed. I mean, people, I mean, it, that movie was packed because it was a real popular movie. And we must have asked like five to ten people or couples or whatever, you know, uh, Cause you ask people like, can you can you say I'm your son? So we get in a movie, and you know some people are like you're too young for this movie. Get out my face or whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, but we kept asking. Then finally, so you know, you just keep asking, and somebody be like, okay, come on, you know. And so you get in there, and you know, you get in there to see the movie, and um, your parents have no idea, you know, that's that's what you're up to, you know, but. You get in there uh, and see the movie. It's not too late, so your parents just think you're out playing or whatever. They had no idea that you're actually trying to sneak into a a rated R movie. And um, the Regal Theater had the best hot dogs in the world. I mean, the first thing you ask anybody who grew up in the West End about about the Regal Theater, the first thing they would say was they had the best hot dogs in the world. It was just something about them. They were absolutely delicious. Another place Winston frequented was LeBlanc's Boys Club, which was actually located at 1621 Logan Street and over the Rhine, one block east of Central Parkway and off West Liberty Street. My father used to drive me to the uh, Boys Club every day, LeBlanc's Boys Club. I love that Boys Club. I mean... Uh, I still have a plaque where I got perfect attendance for going to the boys club. Uh, it's where I learned how to, I mean, shooting pool, ping pong, uh, air hockey, foosball, play, uh, basketball, uh, played on the basketball team there. Uh, everything, everything the kid wanted to do. Uh, like I said, you know, pool tables, bumper pool, all that stuff I learned down there. So it was funny on parent day, my father came there and that's when he, you know, you come there and your parents see, you know, the things that you're doing in the boys' club and you got the plan. So me and my father uh, played ping pong and I beat him. And he gave me this look like, my God, how did he actually, how did he beat me? You know, he didn't realize how good I was at ping pong and I had beat him, you know. And he was like, man, he said, no wonder you come up here every day. On the weekends, you had uh, tournaments, you know, foosball, you had singles and doubles tournaments. You had tournaments with ping pong, air hockey, and uh, shooting pools. And I remember uh, if you won, they they gave like these Oreo cookies, and they were so, they were stale cookies, but they had this taste to them that were just made them so good, you know, just a different. But it was like, uh, and you just look forward to 
you know what? And it was competitive. I mean, good. I remember, especially on the foosball table, doubles, the doubles uh, tournament. Oh, it would be it would be so competitive. In the mid seventies, his family made the decision to move out of the urban core and into the city of Mount Healthy. What was your least favorite thing about the West End? Oh God, least favorite thing probably leaving when we had to move. That's yeah. the only thing I could think of. Yeah. Do you remember like your parents talking to y'all about it? Oh yeah, they. Um, I remember them talking about you know we would be moving. Of course, uh, we didn't want to move. And like when they, you know, when they took us out to the house, you know, I mean, it was nice. The house was nice and everything. And, you know, you had your backyard and front yard, but it just missed the, uh, your, you missed your friends and just the neighborhood and things just totally changed. When we first uh, moved to Mount Healthy, I think it was the, the middle of the 70s, my dad would have to bring me back down to Richmond Village uh, every weekend for, to play with my friends. So until, uh, I guess, he eventually told me, like, uh, you're going to have to make new friends out here, you know. But, yeah, he would bring me back downtown to uh, hang out with my friends, you know. And, of course, eventually I made friends out of my healthy but We still keep in touch to this very day, you know. But you just, yeah, those friendships are, are forged forever, you know. You grew up with them guys, and, you know, and uh, you always had them in, in your mind. It was just that type of, you know, experience. Uh, growing up down in the West End, it was a special place to grow up, to be born and raised. So I don't really, I don't have any bad memories about uh, living down in the West End that I could think of. The thing I didn't like most was just leaving. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the West End Stories Project. The Western Stories Project is brought to you by the Cincinnati and Hamilton County Public Library and is co-produced by your host, Key, and our reference coordinator, Kent Mulcahy. If you like what you've heard, listen and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and help us get discovered by leaving a review. Thank you. Oh, yeah, one thing, another memory I do recall as a kid, uh, I don't know if anybody mentioned this, it was a thing there called the Black Beer Lot. Did mm, anyone mention that any, to you? I don't know anything okay. about it. It was called the Black Beer Lot, and uh, it was a place where adults got, you know, went, and uh, it was in the West End, and they hung out, and um, the main thing I remember about it was they served beer like in these white foam cups, uh, and a hot, they would sell hot mats and things like that. And you would get hot mats instead of get mustard on them. You would get a, get mayonnaise on them. And uh, that, so that stood out. And it was like a, a place where adults went. Like my father would take me sometimes with him. They're just hanging out, talking, and you know, drinking beer and just having a good time. But uh, and I'm sure you say that to someone else. Be, oh yeah, the black beer lot. Yeah. And that was always a good time because, like, like my father used to take me, uh, my friends, their fathers uh, used to take them. And, you know, while our father was out there, you know, with their friends uh, drinking and talking about whatever, you know, the kids would be running around and just having to play and tag or whatever. Yeah, it was called the Black Bear Lot. That was another fine memory because it was basically, you know, you're basically just hanging out with your dad.